I mentioned in a recent episode, the past guest in front of the show, Michael Keaveney, a journalist pal of mine, had contacted me in relation to doing an article in the local paper, The Me Chronicle, about the whole off-the-lead thing. And a great thing about that is, or one of the great things about that is, it got me actually thinking about, fuck, like, what am I doing with this podcast? Like, what have I been doing? Why did I start it? What am I currently doing? And, and where is it? where is it going? And it's often not until somebody starts asking you these questions that you fucking think about them. Like, imagine if somebody was to turn around to you, and, like, I'll ask you directly now, what's your life all about? Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> like, like, what would you say, like? I mean, now, maybe you've got something that you can rhyme off, but I would argue that most of us don't. We don't really know. We just, we kind of wake up and take on the fucking day one day at a time. And I think it's important every so often to to ask ourselves, like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what's... Where do we want to be? Where do we want to go? What's our trajectory like? Like doing that every so often acts as a kind of a course correction because you might be working really hard in the wrong direction or you mightn't be working hard enough in the right direction. And it's just nice to get a little bit of a a jolt every so often as to, you know, where are you going with this whole life thing? And are you going somewhere you'd like to go or like to be? But anyway, it got me thinking about loops because I started explaining to him when he came down to talk to me about how I like to get different people from what I call different loops onto the podcast and have, you know, long conversations with them. So I've gotten on endurance athletes before who tell me about, you know, family life and work life and their diet and their training plan and all the rest of it. I had um, air traffic controller on before, Donald Cuff, past guest and friend of the show. I had a fascinating conversation with him about just the 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 day-to-day running of an airport how the planes come in how the planes leave and it was just it was fascinating because this is just all fucking old rope to him but to me it was fascinating and that's that that's one of the main points of having the conversations and i mean this in relation to the recordings that i have and even outside just in my life generally i love meeting people who are in different loops because they'll tell you fucking mad interesting shit that other people don't know And if I can get them in front of a mic and have that conversation and record it, it just, it lets a load of other people join in on that conversation without affecting the conversation. So chatting to Michael the last day in relation to this article, it just has me thinking about this idea of of different loops. And I was gifted something there the other day. I was gifted just a reminder of a loop that I'm in, something that I know about. And it just really goes to show the value in spreading information that other people just aren't privy to. Like, I'm, I'm privy to certain things because I've worked in certain jobs, and other people are privy to certain things because they've worked in certain jobs, or they've gone to certain colleges, or they know certain people, or they've grown up in a certain part, place, or time in the world, or whatever the fuck it is. People who have different experiences have different experiences, and they have a different outlook on the world, And they know shit you don't. So the more different people that you can speak to and have conversations with and and get into the nitty gritty about their lives, the more that you can understand about life itself, basically. But anyway, a friend of mine, her tumble dryer broke down. Okay. And I said, you know what? I actually happen to have a tumble dryer. And you can have it, basically. And what I'll do is, as a favour to you, because she's done me a couple of solids with mine and kids in the past and all the rest of it, so I kind of felt like I owed her a little. So what I did was, I said, look, don't worry about your broken dryer. I'll call up to you tomorrow. I'll bring a new one. I'll take out your old one. And I'll take away your old one. 
and I'll plumb your new one and Rob's your father's brother, everything will be sorted. And she was like, oh, you're a fucking star, happy days, that's great. So that was fine. But I have a background in tumble dryers, believe it or not. Because once upon a time, I used to work for a company called Hardy Electrical. And Hardy Electrical had two shops that were side by side on Kennedy Road in Navan. And in one of them, they sold what were called brown goods. And in the other, the one that I worked in, we sold white goods. Now, these are industry terms, but it's, it's interesting enough, just the distinction between the two. So, white goods are big, bulky things, big, bulky electrical items that you would have in your house. So, you're talking washing machines, dishwashers, dryers, washer dryers, fridges, freezers, fridge freezers, cookers, ranges, chest freezers, all that kind of stuff. The type of electrical appliances that you'd have in your house but you'd need like a hand truck to move them around. Big, bulky, heavy fucking things, which are typically white. You know, more recent in more recent years, you can get them in fucking silver and in all sorts of different colours. But for the most part, they were always white, and presumably that's why they're called white goods. Now, in the other shop, they sold brown goods, and brown goods are pretty much the exact same, only they're smaller. They're, they're pretty much all the other things. So think televisions, microwaves, kettles, toasters, sandwich makers, coffee machines, all that kind of stuff. They're called brown goods. So you've got brown goods and white goods, and I was selling the white goods. So in the white goods, one of the things that we sell are dryers, so clothes dryers. They look kind of like a washing machine. You open the door, you chuck in your wet clothes, you put it on for a half an hour cycle or an hour cycle or you can on the new ones you can actually hit buttons that say you know spin them and dry them until they're dry and it'll automatically knock off which are great but there's two types of dryers okay one is what's known as just just a dryer just a clothes dryer and then the second one it's a newer version a more modern version should I say and it's called a condenser dryer now your regular dryer you open the door you chuck in your wet clothes that have come out of the wash you stick it on for whatever cycle and it heats up the clothes It's constantly sucking in air, heating it up, and then blowing out. It sucks in dry air and blows out moist air. And it's a great job, and it'll dry your clothes fucking way faster than the line and all the rest of it. Wonderful adventure. Wonderful adventure. Wonderful invention. So that's your regular dryer. Now, in order to have one of these in your house, like you could plug one of these in. They're just plug and play. So you could take it out of the wrapper, put it in the middle of your sitting room, and plug it into uh, a socket somewhere with an extension lead. Throw your clothes in, and they'll dry it. Happy days. But that warm air, all the moisture that was in your clothes that it's taken out, is now in your sitting room, and it's a fucking, it's like a jungle. It's 100% humidity, and you can't see for the steam. So that's not ideal. So what you do is, you have to put it on an outside wall, and it comes with a kind of a, a flexible tube, that you can vent either out a window or out a door or ideally straight through an outside wall. So you, you don't steam up your whole house every time you want to dry your clothes. The hot, moist air blows outside and just disappears into the atmosphere. Happy days. But where a condenser dryer comes in is it condenses it. So you, you, you know the way you get condensation on windows, the water from the air sticks to the window basically and droplets form. That's condensation. And a condenser dryer, that condensation condenser, it's the same principle. So essentially what it does is it sucks the water out of the clothes, but it doesn't blow it out as hot steam. It drips down and falls into a drip tray. There's a little pump in that drip tray, and that 
drip tray or sorry that pump pumps the water from the drip tray up into like a a bucket of sorts it's like a it's the thing you, you have to it's like a, a pot a big plastic pot a reservoir that you pull out of the dryer and then you pour it down the sink so you could have a condenser dryer in the middle of your sitting room you could dry your clothes and then you just have to empty the tank of water down the drain okay great job and these are ideal if you don't have an outside wall especially if you live in an apartment or something where you don't have somewhere to vent all that steamy air so that's the two different types of dryer and i'm privy to know that because i've worked somewhere that sold these things okay so getting back to my friend i rocked up to her house and she had uh, one of these condenser dryers now she happened to have it somewhere where she could have had a normal dryer but she didn't she had a condenser dryer and that's grand i plugged out i took out the old one plumbed in the new one and i said to her that's that sort of now happy days and she goes, oh, is this the same as my last one? And I was like, yeah, yeah, they're, they're both condenser dryers. You're, you're happy out. It should, the dials might be slightly different, but I mean, it, it's the exact same principle. And she was like, okay, happy days. And she goes, and where's the where's the, the tray that I have to empty? And I go, what? And she goes, where, where's the tray that I have to empty? She goes, it's a condenser dryer, so I have to empty the tray. And I was like, yeah, but you've, you've got a drain there. I just, I just plumbed it down the drain. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I go, have you been emptying that that reservoir all the time she was like well yeah it fills up and you have to empty it and I was like no fucking way she didn't realize so there's a drip tray in the bottom of the dryer okay so when the water gets extracted from the clothes it falls into this drip tray okay but the drip tray would overflow eventually so there's a pump in it to pump the water into that vessel or that container or that reservoir that you then pull out and tip down the sink Okay, and there's a little pipe going from the collection reservoir at the bottom all the way up to the reservoir that you actually can take out and empty. Now, a little trick with these things is if you have a drain beside your condenser dryer, like my mate did, what you can do is you can get the tube that goes from the drip tray at the bottom into the reservoir that you empty at the top. You can pull the pipe out of the reservoir at the top and then just put it down the drain. So instead of the pump emptying the drip tray into a reservoir you have to then empty, the pump pumps the water out of the drip tray directly into a drain and you never have to empty anything ever. She'd had a condense she'd had this condenser dryer, I think she said for 13 years. So for 13 years, depending on how often she was using her dryer, she was pulling out this reservoir and tipping it down the sink completely totally and utterly needlessly she never needed to do it once from the day that it was installed but she didn't fucking know no one told her she's not in the loop she didn't fucking know and it just goes to show the difference a little bit of fucking knowledge can make to your life like how many other instances are like that in your life how how many jobs are you doing that you don't fucking have to do if only you knew a little bit about something else and that's the real beauty in being in different loops and speaking to people in different loops, you never know what the fuck that you could learn and you never know what time, money, effort that it could save you. Because condenser dryers are great, don't get me wrong, but a downside to them is that reservoir fills. So you put on a wash, and it, or sorry, you put on, you throw your wet clothes into the dryer and you, you set it for, let's say, until it's dry. Let's say it's a new one and it's got that set and you hit the button, turn off when finished. And you head off and do the shopping or go out for the day or whatever else. 
And then you come back and you're like, ah, happy days, I'll take my lovely dry clothes out of the dryer. You open the dryer door and your clothes are still stopping wet. And you're like, what the fuck? Little did you know, it's after filling the fucking reservoir, or maybe the reservoir was three quarters full or nearly full just before you put the what just before you put the wet clothes in. And what happens is when that reservoir gets full, it doesn't leak and cause a fucking electrical fire. It just is an auto shut off. So how many times had her clothes been put in the dryer only not to be done when she came back because the reservoir hadn't been emptied? It filled, it automatically cut it off and their clothes were still wet. How many times did she open that door and go, oh, for fuck's sake, I never emptied the fucking reservoir. What a fucking bollock. Now I have to put it all back in and I have to go and I have to come back and the other stuff can't go in now so it's going to fucking sit in the wash basket and be wet or you're going to have to hang it on your radiators and the place will look fucking awful. And How many times has that happened? If it happened once, it happened one too many times. And every single time that she emptied that reservoir, it was completely unnecessary and all for just a little bit of information. So when I fitted it and I explained to her that's it sorted and I was after putting the thing that fills the reservoir down the drain like you're, you'd be a long time filling a drain do you know what I mean I mean when you think about it like how long would it take you to fill a fucking mains drain in a housing estate forever but to me at least it just perfectly encapsulates how a little bit of information from somebody who's in a loop that you're not in can essentially benefit your life and on that note I'll chat you soon